ZJ, you came in here uh, saying that you wanted to, to get political. Um, start a fight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we're not starting any fights. We're just stating the obvious here. We're finishing this fight. No. <laughs> 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 Excuse me? What does that entail? I don't even know. I don't know. I'm a failed poli size dude. I don't know what I'm talking about. True. I forgot. So, some one of my friends texted me the other day, and they were just like, "Are you?" Are you they were just like, "I want to talk to you about something." I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" Shoot. And they're just like, I, "They're just like, just to make sure, are you? I don't. Are you comfortable talking politics?" Which is a very respectful thing to ask, you know, because like, yeah. you know, uh, some people just don't want to talk about politics, and that's mm-hmm. that's okay. Uh, and I'm like, I mean, my response was, I mean, I'm, I was, I'm a failed poli sci major. Not that I failed in college, but like that I didn't do anything with that degree. So like, I nor do I keep up with politics. I was like, I'm comfortable with it. <laughs> I, and I'm just, I sat there. I had to think about it because I've never been asked that question before. Of are you comfortable speaking of politics? Because. I guess it's just normal for people to throw it at me and I'll either be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about or I'll be like, this is my piece on it or I'll just be like, "Uh uh-huh, good, cool, Mm -hmm. and move forward. But speaking of politics, before we start, we we should start the give our intro and not forget that sometimes Mm -hmm. happens. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome, everyone. Going down the line, we're your hosts. I'm Zija. I'm Zishan. I'm Ahmad. And I'm Franco. And welcome to the newest episode of C Squared AF. So, in light of recent news, I guess by the time that this goes out, eh, we'll maybe shuffle things around. Um, but uh, it may be a little while after. Uh, mm-hmm. The Derek Chauvin case, which, um, for those of you who don't know, it was the police officer that uh, killed... Uh, why is the name just George, George Floyd? Floyd? I don't George know why Floyd. it took yeah. me a second. Yeah, George Floyd um, took George Floyd's life by kneeling on his knee. Knee, knee neck. I can't speak today. I don't what? know what's going on. <laughs> he had his, his knee neck. on his neck. Yes. He had his knee on his neck. Um, so he was presented with three charges, which Franco... So he was fa- uh, he was charged with uh, unintentional second degree murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. All counts he was found guilty on. And uh, we're, we're for the most part, right? We're more so going to be talking about the like the aftermath of of it from things that we've heard or things that have popped up in the news since it, because. His conviction was just long overdue. I think we're all in agreement with that. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's like the bare minimum that has happened. It's because I've heard, you know, people be like, oh, we've done it. Uh, you know, it's we've brought justice and this will this is going to be the start of everything. It's like it's a step and we can acknowledge that it's a step, but it's not a like very minor. Step. It's it's the bare minimum to get started. Literally I'm glad bare minimum. like this should have happened a while ago <laughs> but oh i'm not, so but that being said there were some stupid things to come out of it um one of which i could not believe how stupid like it was a pl- pretty clear conviction and then you had people like 
um, Greg Gutfield is a, a Fox News host, and he says in his words to try to be, and oh, from only thing that I can imagine is he was trying to be woke. He said he was glad that uh, Derek Chauvin got uh, got convicted of all three charges, even though he, and his quotes, even if he might not be guilty of all charges, because my neighborhood was looted. Wait, what? What? Wait, what? what? I, I don't. I didn't follow that train of thought. What do you mean his neighborhood was looted? I don't know, man. I don't know. Wait, I don't what? remember. Wait, Greg Gutfeld. He lives in New York. I where in New York? <laughs> Wait, I don't. Like, is there, there like there a prominent so neighborhood? Like, what is he? He basically, he basically was just like, I'm glad that Derek Chauvin was found guilty of all charges because he wanted to have a verdict that would keep the country from going up in flames. Oh, oh that's okay. okay. What yeah. shitty thing to try to be like, oh, bro, and if you watch, if you watch that video, if you, if you, if you gotcha. watch, if you watch, and, and, and those of you that, that haven't seen it, please go watch. It's a small segment. It's like maybe 10, 20, 30 seconds of your life. The amount of disgust that the other two Fox News hosts have on their face while he's saying that. They're legit just shaking their heads like, don't do it. That's the stupidest thing to say. Imagine just being like, I'm glad that he was convicted. I don't think he should have been, but like, I'm glad that he did. Because, because it would keep the looting a- down. That's what his reasoning was. Oh my God. There were, there were a lot of right-leaning, right-wing hosts of like tv programs and like writers who had that same take they're like oh it was a lose-lose situation because either he's found guilty uh like whether he's found guilty or not people are gonna loot in the streets like tommy lauren i think said that there was a a congresswoman who said that and and i'm like why first of all why would people riot if he's found guilty like yeah (laughs) so the congresswoman in question um is is I think Taylor Green. Yeah, MTG. Is her name? Marjorie and Taylor she Green. Basically said that DC was completely dead and people had to stay in because they were scared to go out of fear of riots. <laughs> oh. And then like, and then like people respond to her and be like, "It's pretty nice outside. People are just kind of out. It's a warm night. People are out. There, uh, there's no more police presence than usual. So." <laughs> But I just I don't understand that thought process, right? Like, how how do you how do you on on national television where your other co-hosts are even just like, don't 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 say it, like, non-verbally or just like you to, to don't don't say that. You can that you would say in lack of better words. He's basically just saying, I'm just glad that something happened that's keeping me safe. Like people, like, I don't. People I, I, interject I themselves in everything. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's I, I. There's this thing of like, you know, think before you speak that so many people miss, and that's definitely one of those moments. No, I think that was him that thinking. I gone. think he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thought he did something there. I think he did, but I'm not sure. But also, I don't like Fox gets a pretty bad reputation sometimes with his hosts um like a lot of the hosts on fox are always 
scenes uh, saying stupid shit. I think that probably takes the cake. No, hold on, but we don't know what Ben montage. Shapiro said yet. Oh. <laughs> oh, right. Ben Shapiro still. I don't know if he said anything. He, he probably did. did. He probably he did. did. He did. I have it up, too. Oh, man. Oh, God. <laughs> you, he basically was just trying to take a take a stab at... um at, uh, What did he say? He said convicting Chauvin of murder rather than manslaughter was incorrect, in my view of the evidence. Or at least the evidence was presented to support a conviction no evidence was presented that floyd's killing was racist but chauvin was convicted of that and so was america what i what? don't think you can convict someone of being racist yeah I, don't, <laughs> that, I mean if there's any crime to do with it yes but like but like being a racist whole. like and you're still a shit person but technically yeah. you can't hold an opinion on that but like I just and I don't America understand. America was convicted too. What do you What do you mean? Some some propagandist bullshit. Convicted of being racist. That's like the weirdest thing. It's like who has ever been been brought on charges of being racist? Like, yeah, that's, that's so. I mean, like yes, yes. Where we one, if you do a hate crime. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's but like that's specifically charged. a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, like you're I, you're being convicted on charges of like committing a hate crime. You're not being like I don't think anyone gets charged for being like I don't like such and such people, and then they get charged for it. I also like the jury's would like... not like meeting to have that discussion. Like, do we think they're guilty of being a racist? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, also... think yeah. how many people would be I taken al- down. A lot. I also would like to mention the fact that. Ben Shapiro also said one thing again. So Don Lemon, CNN's news host mm-hmm. or one of the news anchors, said mm-hmm. that justice has been served. Just put, I think, put out a tweet that oh, yeah. said justice has been served, and he replied it to that tweet but... saying, "All and we all know that he would never have said this had the reverse verdict have been reached." And I'm just like, "How? Like, of course he what? wouldn't have said that. Yeah, he thought he did something there." Ben Shapiro thought it would be cool to be like, oh, if but if he wasn't brought on charges, you wouldn't be saying justice has been served. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's... because it wouldn't have. I mean, to be fair, I don't think it has been. I don't think I it has either. It hasn't been. Justice, that, like, who was it? I think it was Keith Ellison who was like, this is not justice because justice requires restoration. This yeah, is accountability. That's what it this is. This is just one man being held account- accountable somewhat for his actual, yeah. for, his, for his actions. Yeah. So another another point, and is the fact that because I this also brought up people, news anchors, and some people that are on the force or ex policemen being like, who's gonna want to be a policeman now? What think of the precedent this is being sent? And it's I'm just like, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're being held accountable. Who wants to be a policeman if you got to be held accountable? Probably the right people. Yeah, who who wants to have consequences for their actions? My God, I assume the right people. Yeah, no, (laughs) the right people would want to take those jobs if they're gonna be held accountable. Not not the not the people that uh that just want to wave a gun around. You know, I mean, most of the country you can do that anyways. Uh, true. Yeah. True. But it yes, just, but you don't I have a badge mind. backing you up. <laughs> that the normal man doesn't have a badge backing you up, or that. a union, or <laughs> they have the NRA. <laughs> if if they're not black. <laughs> oh yeah, true. You know how there's always humor in dark times. It's always been a thing. One one. I'm not gonna lie. I saw a TikTok earlier today. 
I found it hilarious. It was just like this this cop that was on TikTok that was being like crying about what how um being like they're they're gonna threaten to how are we supposed to work if they cut our funding or cut down our funding? It was a bunch of teachers that came on and just started <laughs> laughing. Be like, I don't do a bake sale for armor. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, fair. fair. Sell Girl Scout cookies for her. <laughs> Sell those chocolate bars. <laughs> oh, yeah, like they did in school. Or in police. Like, all jokes aside, I just don't understand how people think that being held accountable is something that's that's like people that are not already trying to abuse mm-hmm. the system in the way that they get a badge to uh do like basically abuse power um how do people not realize by saying like you know holding someone accountable for what they've done for whoever they murder holding them accountable is a bad thing well, I think people in See, general just don't like accountability of any yeah. sorts of any kind. But I mean, not, not only that, it's like they they have two different standards for accountability, one for like others and one for themselves. Right. They'd rather not be held accountable themselves or people that like they identify with or, or like. Yeah. Um, whereas others, they're like, no, you got to hold them accountable to the fullest extent of the law and whatever that person's personal morality is yeah like it's, it's a yeah. it's a whole idea of like as long as it doesn't affect me it's fine but the moment it affects me where i have issues i'm like that's not how anything works you're 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 a member of society like yeah <laughs> you are in a society you are applicable to uh you apply to every single one of its uh laws and regulations that's it and just ethics in general yeah, ethics as well. Because there are a lot of things that are oh. bad, but that may not be a crime. Mm-hmm. Like actions people would take, yeah. but yeah. That, that... And the other way around, too. <laughs> and the other way around. It's just, I don't know. I, I just find it, I just, I, I try to understand other people's thought processes. But, like, there's a certain point in time where you're just like, this just isn't, there, there's no common sense in the world. There's no amount of understanding in the world that I would be like, yes, this makes mm-hmm. sense. Honestly, it's some of the audacity of like these takes that some people have, and like the things that people say. Like, I don't know if you saw, like, and it, it doesn't matter like what side you're on politically and stuff. I don't know if you saw yeah. the Nancy Pelosi press conference or whatever it was no, after no. the verdict, but I think I sent you guys a link. We saw it happen, and thank God the jury validated what we saw. What we saw. So, again, Thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life for justice, for being there to call out to your mom. How, how heartbreaking was that? Call out for your mom. I can't breathe. But because of you and because of thousands, millions of people around the world who came out for justice, your name will always be synonymous with justice. And now we have to make sure justice prevails in the sentencing, but that's, you know, that's, that's its own procedure. The biggest stories, the moment they happen from around the globe. Subscribe to Bloomberg Quick Take now for insight in an instant.
You don't really even need to go all the way through. Oh, just like... boy. Did, so, did she just so, thank him for being a martyr? Yep. Yes. Oh, no. Um, That's a... Uh... I, I, I don't think he willingly too, gave his life. Oh my god, this is so bad. Pelosi, what the fuck? Oh That's wrong. My god. It's wrong. And the thing is, it's a bunch of people that are that they don't understand the gravity of the situation, which is kind of a shit thing to say about, you know, vice or about like speaker of the house, right? She's still speaker yeah, of the speaker house. The caucasity. It's it's caucasity. Yeah. I mean, no, because the thing is, people don't understand the gravity of the city. Like we have all, like we all agree, this is the bare minimum of like the smallest bit of the stepping stone. And I get people are like trying to to celebrate um, a win. I guess what they see the, the small victory, the win, the small victory. But like they're not. But then you're you're taking away from the gravity of the situation. Like for. Freaking, what's his name? Um, the Raiders owner, Mark Davis, put out a tweet, all black, with with the words, "I can breathe." What? The date oh the no way! I saw no. that. Oh man! I heard I that something was tweeted. This is the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. This is the Raiders owner who tweeted this out on their oh, social media. Oh, that is media not page. a pun you want to make. And that is not It was in like again, it's the same thing where it's just like they're trying yeah. to be like, you know, be like, "Oh, I'm trying to celebrate, you know, the fact that uh uh George Floyd was brought to justice." It's like he wasn't. He yeah. still died. No, like this is the bare minimum of what could have happened. Yeah, absolutely. Like people need to understand that you you don't we don't this isn't this is a sort of win but it's not something to celebrate because celebrating in that manner kind of defeats the entire purpose of it it we are trying to move forward as a society if we start celebrating now we give the idea that we've uh that we've that won, we've like solved the problem that we solved the like, problem exactly has happened it's yes the same thing and like Yes, why is this such a hard concept? Franco hit it on the nail. Like fucking That yes. was the same thing with like when uh the 08 election happened and President Obama won. People were like we solved racism. That's the end of racism. <laughs> we finally have a black president. That's it. Like we did it. We got yeah. one in like like <laughs> white people went into slavery rehab after that shit. Like oh man. It, like racism rehab, let me say. But it it basically like they basically just decided, yeah, no, we're we're fine, we're cool now. I'm like, no, we're not. We got a while to go. Yeah, and I I feel like people are more and more like restless in that sense, where they're not they're not taking this as as like this is an okay thing because they like you know if people said when Obama in 08 when Obama got elected, if people were just like, yo, we solved racism. People uh, people might have been like, there was less backlash from saying that. But like now, people are stepping up to be like, "This is this is not even the beginning. This is just like this is the this is the smallest inch uh, that we could have moved." And the only way that you're gonna get us to not be restless is to continue using the momentum from this to set precedents uh, for the future, creating a society where we can live in that it's 
safe for everyone to be who they are. And like, it's it's upsetting to me that people use on either side of the, on whatever political affiliation you have, whether you're trying to celebrate by saying "I can breathe for 2021," no, or if you're trying to be like he was a martyr, no. Or if you're trying to be like Tommy Lahren, who's who was just like, by the way, this is kind of fucked up, which doesn't doesn't really surprise me because Tommy Lahren, but Tommy Lahren after the verdict tweeted out, "Is Foot Locker safe tonight? Should it should be what? right? Justice, right? No need to steal in the name of George oh Floyd my anymore." Oh God, fucked up. It's fucked oh up. It's not Lord. even tone deaf because like she knows what she's saying. Yeah, <laughs> she knows damn well what yeah. she's yeah. saying. Sensationalism, it's just straight racism. Point. No, yeah. To be quite honest, and like, yeah, that racist. too. That too. Which I guess we can't charge them for because you know That's you can't me. charge racism. You can't charge racism. <laughs> but boy, if you could. But it's. I just I like. I'm just trying to wrap my head around. The whole situation of the aftermath of how people are, trying to, trying to either take this as a big win. Or trying to take this into in a way of trying to ridicule it in the way that Tommy Lauren did or Ben Shapiro did or the freaking or just trying to justify your own racism by being like, oh, I'm glad he got convicted. I don't think he should have been convicted, but I'm glad he did. It settles people down, you know, like, fuck yeah. it. That's stupid. I can't wrap my head yeah. around it. I don't know no, about it, it, like it, a lot of the. But it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't I make mean, sense, of, but like, yeah, a lot of, like I was about to say a lot of. <laughs> like, the thing is, like, racism is pretty much irrational. Uh, and there. Like, you, you can't even determine what base beliefs mm-hmm. they're operating on because some of them, like, you know, they might just be doing it because of the grift, but. Some of them genuinely believe like what they're saying, and I I don't think there's any sense to be found from any of it. Absolutely not. But like, you can't justify things, right? But you can always like there not always, but like there are certain points where you can you can make sense of them, even if they're wrong or that you can't ever justify it. Like, look, we're all we're all in a minority here, right? We're brown in some capacity. Three and. Uh, three Pakistanis, one Puerto Rican, so Latino and yeah, exactly. And like, the thing is, if we like, we've experienced racism to some extent, but like, you can always like you can understand some people that you're that that don't know any differently because it's what they've grown up with, it's what's the, what they're raised with, and they haven't had any interactions outside of it. That you can. I'm not again not justifying it. It's not right, but you can make some sense of it. Be like, okay, if if you're told something for your entire life, I see where the life, mentality is coming from. But but the thing is, you can only associate that with people who are not big media figures. Because if you're a big media figure, yes. you've had that interaction. Yes. Like, yeah. there's no way you haven't at this point. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm trying to get at. It's like I can make sense of like the smaller, like small town people who live like only yeah. Like they they only know themselves, but if you're fully in the media, how do you believe that? You don't. 
Or you do. Or you're just saying <laughs> stuff to get worse. clicks and views. But which one's worse? No, fully knowing it or not knowing it by being in that. No, knowing it is worse. Knowing it is much worse. Then you're you're already in a position where you can influence others who may not be exposed to diverse viewpoints and stuff, um, and you already indoctrinate them. Like one of the core principles of journalism is uh, to present the facts as is and sort of be impartial. Like that's basically. If you study journalism or if you study just news, that's one of the things you're told from the beginning. You have to be impartial. You have to – like you may have your own opinion, but when you're presenting facts, you have to present them as is. Here is the thing. A lot of these shows and these hosts have described themselves as not as journalists Ah. but as columnists. Yeah, mm. um, and that gives them the leeway to present these opinions as if they're fact. Right. Like whenever there's a suit against like Tucker Carlson, for example, like literally the defense was that um, like he's batshit crazy. Nobody believes what he says, and it worked. Like yeah, yeah. like that was a valid argument. Yep, that's fair. I don't know. It's. I don't. I feel like there has to. Gloria the other day asked me a question that I could not answer, mm-hmm. but she was just like, "Cause like, over in Germany, they they have news at like certain hours of the day, like maybe mm-hmm. twice a day, or three times a day, for like an hour or two, and by law, German news has to be unbiased. Um, and obviously there's some little bits of biases that come in, right. regardless. But like. They, but overall, they have to be unbiased mm-hmm. by law. And she asked me the other day. She's like, "What do you? What do you look at? For like, when? When can I? Wa- when should I watch the news? And what should I watch?" And I didn't have Oof. an answer for her because we have twenty-four hour news cycles all the time. Plus, ev- there's so many different sources where if you want there. Most of them are biases, especially the mainstream right. ones, are biased in either way, shape, or form. Where I'm just like, I, I, she asked me, I'm just like, I just look through a bunch of news articles from like every different which way. If I, if I'm reading, if I'm like reading the news, I was like, I don't even watch yeah. news. I literally read it because at least that way I can make my own sense of it rather than hearing. And like you, you can um, like look at one channel versus another channel. It could be the same story. But different narrative for uh yeah. but the thing is like it's not that we only have 24-hour news we don't uh, because we have, have we have network right. news and then we have cable news um we do cable news is where well, it really all falls if apart. you have cable uh <laughs> but like network news and like the, the other thing is like because um a lot of these networks have been bought up by larger corporations it has skewed their um influence and and like their bias right but like before it used to be here even here in the u.s where uh congress went to the major networks like abc cbs uh i don't think fox was around at that time um just as like a, a network tv um and nbc i think was the other one um and like they negotiated a deal that like for an hour a day this is why evening news exists on those channels like on those local channels 
mm-hmm. um, where they negotiated a deal that like for one hour or one and a half hours, whatever it is, uh, you like serve the public, like no advertisements, you're doing news. Like, and it used to be like the Walter Cronkite era, Mondale, all of those like big, like named journalists that like you read about. Um, that's why like they had all that authority. Like they always presented it as fact. Um, but even they started like presenting their opinions at times when like, uh, who was it? Uh, I think Murray was the one who took down McCarthy. Uh, it was Cronkite, Vietnam. Cronkite was Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah. Like they present their opinions and like, sometimes it's necessary, but overall, you you don't have that kind of news anymore because now we have advertisers oh, and now comes there's a money. lot of money involved. Yeah, like I kind of I kind of want to know when I, that shift happened, but that's a story for another day. That's a conversation for another day. Yeah, that's just, yeah, but because unless there's opinion, it, it's it just, not going to sell it, the way it would if you just stated the facts. Mm-hmm. Like, well, why why do you think people like Alex Jones are so wildly popular uh, popular? And makes so much money is because they they he honed into an ideology that he knows certain people like you know are thinking, and just like blew it up and uh, spoke to it. Now they feel like they have a person who is speaking for them. It's preying on right. people. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's, it's making him it's, it's making him millions of dollars, and which is why he keeps doing it. Yeah. At at the end of the day, all all of this just. All like all of these things just misspread uh information, and they lead into basically what we've been saying about the whole uh, uh Chauvin uh, aftermath of the trial, where like people are still uh, either defending him or they're saying we should celebrate now, and that's not it at all. We still this is a minor step. There we cannot celebrate. We still have way too much fight to go. It's just a bare minimum. Like the word, the best way to do it is visualize it yourself. Imagine that you you lost someone to brutality of some sort, and then you know it takes months to to get a trial. It takes months and so much fighting to try to be like, yeah, they were to get the person convicted, and then being told, oh yeah. Pat on the back. Your 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 person that that uh that died is now a a martyr for justice, and Got that's that when it's not even if, justice. And like knowing that nothing. I can't believe Pelosi actually fucking said that. Oh my god. It, it, it seemed so, from the clip, it literally sounded like she's just speaking out of her ass. She just didn't know what to say, and thought, "Oh, this is the right thing to say." Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it was just her being right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think that too. It was the cauc- caucasity. To be honest with you, yeah, probably the caucasity. Yeah. Hopefully, this sparks more conversation. But like, I hope this sparks more accountability. I don't have much yeah. more to say on it. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that the bare minimum was done. That Chauvin is now held accountable for the three counts that he was charged for, but. I let I all I can hope for is change, and I guess that's what we, any of us can can hope, and not just hope, but like 
it's having conversations yeah. like these to bring up the stupidity and idiocracy. Idiocracy. Is that a word? Idiocracy. idiocracy. Um, uh, of media and in, in the way that they try to sensationalize or just straight up be racist or try to justify what they've been saying about anything uh, pertaining to any of matter that are like this. I, I think it just hopefully it brings some sort of change in the coming future. And hopefully there's more conviction. Uh, well, I, I don't I don't know if like because if if there's more conviction, I just hope there's more accountability. Well, that's, the word, that's the word I'm looking <laughs> yeah, for. That's, accountability. that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> because I'm like that implies that you want more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's not what I meant to say at all. Accountability yeah, is the word. Accountability is what we need. Franco, why don't you end us off? Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the newest episode of C Squared AF. Um, we hope that this like this will inspire others to keep the conversation going and uh, to make sure that accountability is held. <laughs>